The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yeah, Simon Tierney is back with me. Simon, what are we taking to the till this week in the Shopping Trolley Hotline? So last week, Karen, um, we were looking at tinned fruit, one of the great pleasures of life. Yes. Uh, this week, we're looking at fresh fruit, uh, part two in our fruit Very special good. here on the Shopping Trolley Hotline. So before you, you've got two plates. You've got three different types of apples and you've got three different types of oranges. Okay, so the oranges, not huge, well, actually, now that I look at it, there are big size differences. differences. The apples, though, quite obviously different. We have what on the apple plate? Yeah, so we've got an enormous pink lady. Yes. um, Or crisp, Crips Pink, uh, to give it its real name. Then we've got the classic one, which we all had in our school bags, the Green Granny Smith. And we've got uh, a Tesco fun size, which is absolutely tiny. It's tiny. It's about the size of my eyeball, (laughs) I'd say. Okay, so the Pink Lady is coming in at uh, 50 cents each. So four for two euro. The Tesco fun size apple is coming in at an astonishing... 16 cent each so that's 10 for 1 euro 59 we get these at home I bring one of those little fellows into work each day Simon that is so small that is so small that you would actually I think you would lose weight eating these because you'd you'd burn so many calories chewing than you would get from consuming it at some but time. I like look at the size of that pink oh, like, just to that's explain that's to a the listeners it, it is the size it's just enormous it's too much for, for a single human to eat it's massive way too much yeah um, and then the Granny Smith four for two euro the stickers uh, are a little well, bugbear of mine each. you know do you not like a sticker no, on your apple? No, it anno- it annoys me. Um, I stick them on different places. I stick them on lunch boxes, and I stick them yeah. on my desk outside. You'd never think about putting them in the bin. But, say. W- but what about if you're out <laughs> and about? Because you can chuck the core. Yes, but if there's a plastic That's sticker true, on it, actually, yeah, it prevents that. But a I mean, bit. how often are you going to eat an apple walking down the street or on the bus? Regularly, really. I would eat. At least two apples a day. Really? Yeah. So the doctor definitely is kept away. Yes. With that. Yeah. I I once ate so many. I remember being outside what is became McDonald's eventually in Kilkenny, and it's something else now. And just getting sick in the back of my parents' car. It was pure apple. Right. Just Granny Smith. <laughs> but it's just, just a green just, mess. Just Granny Smith. I used to eat that many as a kid. Like that, wow. I would, ooh, I'd feel a bit nauseous. But am I right in saying that the, the Granny them. Smith was a big part of our growing up? Like yeah, it, it was, was more so than I guess you could get Golden Delicious was the other green golden one. Golden Delicious as well. Um, but they were a bit softer. I, I think, think the people like the crispness for it of the is Granny because Smith because the Granny Smith is uniquely positioned for its shelf life, right? That's the reason why it became such a popular apple in the late 19th century. It was actually a real woman by the name of Maria Ann Smith. She was an English woman who uh, migrated to Australia and she cultivated the Granny Smith apple, which is named after her in the 1860s. Now, she died before she got her fortune from it, but the reason why it travelled so well is because of its low sugar content and it's high acidity. It's very tart yes. uh, when you when you taste it. That means that it it really does. La- it travels well from Australia. Maybe so. we'll stick to apples, and then we'll talk about oranges. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, good um, idea. So the Granny Smith. Tell me where Granny Smiths come from now. So originally Australia. Originally Australia. I had no I'm gonna, idea. I'm going to taste it while you're please talking. Please do. Yeah, you get a good crunch out of that. <laughs> Is it bringing back memories of your childhood mm. of vomiting all over your dad's car <laughs> when you were 10 years old? Um, mm. 
It's it tasty. Is, it's crunchy. Is it tart? Yeah, it is. Skin is a bit leathery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's also a reason why it travels well because it it's hard it's tough, to, yeah. to break it uh, on the ship over. The one you're eating right now doesn't come from Australia. Thankfully, it comes from a little shorter afield. That's from France. In fact, two of our apples today, the Pink Lady and the Granny Smith, come from France. France is a big centre for apples in this market. Uh, what about the Pink Lady then? Uh, this comes from France. What's the the kind of the, the, the cultivation story? history again? It is from Australia. Um, now, I'd imagine you're getting delicious. a much sweeter flavour mm. off that. That is delicious. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so good. Same price point, no price differential between those two. Um, it was a man by the name of John Cripps, much more recent than the Granny Smiths, the cultivation of this. 1970s, it was developed in Australia. Um, and it's actually owned, the trademark Pink, uh, Pink Lady is actually owned by the federal government in Australia. Wow. And it's such a popular fruit here in Ireland. Every time you eat that, you're uh, lending a little bit to the exchequer uh, to our friends down under. Wow, that's incredible. Even though that's coming from France. My French Even though it's apple. coming from France. Yeah. yeah, Australian exchequer benefits from. So now, the final one, the Tesco. This yeah. is the cheapest, is it? It's the cheapest. That's 16 cent a pop, 10 for 1 euro. This looks 59. much more like something you would pick off a tree in Ireland. Yeah, it is an Irish apple. This is an Irish apple that you're eating. And one of the big criticisms Good that too. we have of the apple industry is that why are we importing so many apples from France when we are perfectly capable of growing our own apples here? That's a tasty apple. I think it's That's a nice apple. It's nearly gone. Yeah, it is nearly gone. Like, just to explain to the listeners, I mean, is it a third the size of the other two? I mean, it's really tiny. There's about five... It's about a quarter the size of the pink lady. Yeah, there's about three or four bites in it. Like, it, it's probably really designed for lunch boxes, really, for small kids. And it? we do grow apples in this country, and we can grow apples, and we make apple juice, and we make cider. Do we export apples, though? We're not a big apple-producing nation, are we? Uh, I don't think we do. Uh, do uh, perhaps the listeners no, but I know for a fact that we this country used to be covered in orchards and we got rid of most of them. And that's why we now need to import apples. And critics of this rightly suggest that, well, perhaps we need to get back to our apple orchards rather than, you know, uh, spending our carbon footprint on importing all these apples from France and elsewhere. So is it for those ethical reasons that you buy the little mini apple? No, it isn't for those ethical reasons. It's just because the price point is mm. so good and I don't like a huge apple. Um, now, in terms of taste and when you add that to the value, uh, Kieran, what are you choosing? Pink Lady week? is the tastiest apple. The Irish apple is number two and Granny Smith is number three. Despite uh, the nostalgic value of the Granny Smiths, uh, it's slightly more bland. It's not as, it's not as sweet. It mm. is a bit more tart, which can be nice sometimes. I find the skin kind of leathery. Um, I'm, it's going to be number three yeah. on my From the, list. the research I've done nutrition-wise, the Granny Smith is probably the best for you because okay. it has the lowest amount of sugar. All fruit has sugar, you know. You know yeah. it's, they're sugary things. But also, because the skin is leathery, that means it's full of fibre. So it's fibrous and it's low in sugar. The Granny Smith is a real winner when it comes to nutrition. All right, okay. Now, what about oranges? Okay, uh, apples and oranges. So our oranges, just to explain to the listeners, again, there's quite a big difference here. You know the difference here. between an apple and an orange? No, I can't. That's too sectarian, that joke. Go on. 
I know where you're going with that one. <laughs> we'll do that for the unedited version. Um, so, yeah, the uh, the difference here, what I found extraordinary is looking at this with my wife last night, is that you don't see it straight away, Kieran. But can you see what the di- the two largest oranges in that plate? There's a big difference between the skin of those two. Between, between, oh, sorry, between the two uh, larger yeah. oranges. Yeah, one what? of them is much more yellow. Um, the, but feel them. What's the difference in the feel? Yeah, can I say this? The, 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 the darker orange, one of them is much more yellow. It's kind of smooth. It's almost lemony or grapefruity. The exactly. bigger orange is kind of cellulite Is that the best exactly, way to describe it? Exactly, yeah. So what's happening here is that one of the oranges is waxed and one is unwaxed. Wax on. Wax off. Wax on. Wax off. <laughs> Which so, one is wax on? <laughs> so <laughs> the one closest to you is the organic orange. It's much more expensive, right? That is an unwaxed orange from Super Value and it costs a 79 cent each or €3.29 for four. Mm. It's a big price difference. You're going to taste it now. Um, but the fact that it's unwaxed is really interesting because it's much harder to transport. Okay. It's not as it doesn't have that protective shield that a waxed orange has. But then again, if you want to use it as a garnish or to zest it, you're not putting the 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 wax of a waxed orange into your zest. It's it's much cleaner the the uh, skin. How was the taste for you? Yeah, it was tasty, very mm. juicy. I found very, it very just, juicy. I found it really, really good. I have to say. So I'm going to go for the other big orange. There's a smaller orange we'll come to in a moment. So this is the other big one. This is a waxed orange. Yeah. Where's so the, this is a Valencia orange. Um, this is from Egypt, and this is fifty cent or uh, four for two euro. So a good bit cheaper than the last. The Super Value Organic was 79 cent or four for €3.19. Bit chewier. Still juicy, but a bit okay. chewier. Uh, how is Not it as in, smooth. Was it drier or was it just as juicy as the organic? No, I think the organic was slightly juicier. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And then you're coming to the last one now, which is a Tesco Juicing Orange. Again, you can see where I go for my weekly shop. This is from Tesco. This is... A net of 10 for €2.29, which means that this comes in at 22 cent, right? Now, con- considering that the most expensive one on your plate is 79 cent, this is a massive price difference. I don't think there is... that the, the organic, the 79 cent, was the tastiest, but... I don't know, is it so tasty to justify that price differential? Really? Yeah, I think I'd buy the multi-pack of 10 in yeah. Tesco. And I think the reason why they describe it as a juicing orange is because you want to juice it or you want to put it in a smoothie or something like that. But equally, we eat it just as a normal orange and it's grand. But when my wife and I t- taste tested these last night, we found the organic. I was eating an organic orange at my computer at 11 o'clock last night and I found it just... Mm. Uh, such a treat. It's just so juicy. It's so sweet. Um, I absolutely loved it. And I have to say, not every week, but I would be very willing once a month to fork out that, you know, good bit extra to get that as a, as a treat. It's payday. You know what that means? We're buying these slightly more <laughs> expensive on, oranges. <laughs> Let's head to Tesco. Um, so where, we're not growing any of these in Ireland. No. So, no, obviously not. Um, these oranges are all coming from quite far afield. So the Tesco orange is a mix of South African and Moroccan oranges. So, uh, continental Africa the uh, organic the most expensive one is coming from Spain that's got the smallest carbon footprint and the Valencia orange the mid 
price range one is coming from Egypt. Egypt has an absolutely enormous and very uh, increasingly uh, important uh, footprint in the orange industry. They have half a million acres of orange groves in Egypt. Just extraordinary. And a lot of those are grown on reclaimed desert. So a really emerging industry there in in Egypt. But if you want to get the one with the smallest carbon footprint, I would have to say it would be the super value organic. All right. Uh, one listener, Claren Cork, says, apples are the most highly sprayed fruit in the world as well. It travels well, all right. Chemically helped, unfortunately. Carl says, lads, I have to put my hands up. I made me responsible for the death of the Irish apple industry. As a kid, myself and my friends robbed every orchard blind without knowing the repercussions. <laughs> and I apologise profusely, says Carl, who adds, I'm not telling you where I'm from in case of incrimination. Carl, thank you for that 87 106 Simon Tierney, thank you very much. And we'll talk to you again at the same time next week. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.